Hey friends, just an FYI, I'm throwing out some scripture today, so be prepared. <laughs> uh, Satan has been attacking recently, and there is no better way to fight back than to pray and spread the name of Jesus for all to hear. So, if you've been listening, um, or I'm sorry, if you're first time listening, welcome. Um, if you've been here from the start, welcome back, and thank you for hanging in there with me from the beginning. It means so much to me, and it warms my heart every time I get a message from someone who heard something from the podcast that made them stop and think, or that touched their heart, or helped them change something in their life. So thank you all for listening today, and just know that I appreciate you and praying for you always. All right, let's get started. Hey, Mama. Welcome to Holistic Health for Moms. Do you want to lose weight and have more energy? Do you find yourself up late at night searching Google about hormones, weight loss, and how to get healthy? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when the scale doesn't move and you look five months pregnant after eating again? Hey, I'm Jennifer. I'm a mom of three, a conventional health nurse practitioner that also believes in natural and holistic health. I kept hearing my patients tell me that they were overwhelmed, tired, and couldn't lose weight. They were overwhelmed with all the health and weight loss information out there. It hurt my heart to see women who wanted answers and solutions to only be given prescriptions and vague directions like eat better and exercise. They needed to get out of the traditional healthcare box and I wanted to help. So I created this podcast. In this podcast, you'll learn about optimizing your health and transforming your mindset. You'll learn about tools to help you build on what you know is right for you and reclaim the energy and health you know you should have. If this sounds like you, raise your hand and say present and accounted for, and let's get this party started. All right, we're going to jump right in here. So three lessons from the Bible on self-control, being um, the minority and also practicing self-control. So first, um, well, first and foremost, let's just say um, eating is not a hobby. That is the um, title of today's episode. So we're gonna talk about what eating is and a few other things. So eating is about nourishing your body, okay? Food is from God. And we have the freedom as Christians to enjoy it. Um, and you know, like we have that freedom, but if we indulge too much, we can harm ourselves. So just like alcohol and drugs and sex and all of the, the things out there that are so tempting. If we indulge, participate, take part in, um, too much or against God's word, we will harm ourselves. So Pertaining to food, overindulgence in sweets leads to diabetes many, many times. Um, Overindulgence in non-nutritious foods in general puts you at high risk for diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, and cancer, among many other diagnosable medical conditions. So I wanted to share with you um, some scripture that was put on my heart. And one of it, one of the verses um, is 1 Corinthians 6, 
12 through 13. Now, this in the Bible was written in relation to sexual immorality. However, gluttony, like sexual immorality, is a sin. So it says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. You say, food for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy them both. But then it goes on to say, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So, dear sister, instead of using food as a medication for your emotions or filling your time because you're bored, I want you to try to look at food as nourishment to your body. Look at the cookie or the bag of chips and ask yourself, is this going to help the temple of God or hurt it? Again, look at the broccoli or the peas or the asparagus or the watermelon and the strawberries or blackberries. Is this going to be beneficial to the temple of God or is it going to hurt it? So that's the first point. Second point, when you eat, practice self-control. Ephesians 5, through 23 talks about the fruits of the Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. And let me tell you, I'm preaching to myself right now because I have had a problem lately with self-control. And not just with food, but as a mother of an athlete. And y'all, I don't get competitive when I play. But when my baby's out there, I'm a little competitive. But let's just say Satan is alive and well, and he can bring out an old version of you that you did not even know still existed. Okay, now that was a complete sidebar. But my point is, practicing self-control can come expectedly and unexpectedly. Um, So, you know, I know I'm going to a soccer game. But the things that happen at the soccer game, I don't know, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what calls are going to be made. I don't know what's going to happen. But I need to practice self-control in what I say and do when it comes to that game. Much like um, we can practice self-control. Now, you know when you prepare your meals in advance... Like, you kind of know what you're coming up against when you get home with the food. Like, you know it's at home. You know it's available. Um, if you go grocery shopping, you have the opportunity to say yes or no to bringing home healthy foods, right? Well, when you're at work, that's different. Or when you're, you know, out in a social situation, that's different. Um, that's where the unexpected can happen. So, in our office... Um, where I work, we have pharmaceutical reps that come to speak with the providers, and they are always bringing donuts and cookies and sweet treats, which I absolutely adore them for, (laughs) and I appreciate it 100%, Um, but it's kind of like a pop quiz in school. You look at it, and you look at them, and you you, you want them to know that you appreciate it, like you appreciate the thought and the effort that they put into getting those things, but then you think, okay, Do I eat the donuts or not? Do I eat the cookie or not? And then how do I politely turn them down without 
spilling your guts about, you know, eating healthier and making lifestyle changes? Or do you share that you're making those lifestyle changes and try to inspire them to do the same or someone else around you to do the same? Like you're, you have a lot of things going through your head while you're trying to resist the, the sugar that's in front of you. Okay, so practicing self-control and we get better at that the more that we um, pray about things and give things to God and get closer to him and learn more about him. And y'all, some of you, some of you may be thinking like, God does not care what I eat, but he does. He does. He cares about everything that you do. He cares about every hair on your head. He loves you and he cares about you. Now. Um, you will be, this is the third point, you will be the minority. Like, much like Caleb in the book of Numbers, you will be in the minority of people who practice self-control, who refuse the sweets, and who overall are trying to live a healthier lifestyle for yourself and your family. Like, just be prepared for that. Expect it, anticipate it, pray about it, and let it go. It is not your job to defend your choices about your health and your family's health. People are entitled to their own opinion, but you don't have to listen if you don't ask. Okay? So, those are my three points for you, friends. First one, eating is about nourishing your body. So, whatever you're about to eat, put in your mouth. Is it going to be beneficial for the temple of God? Second, eating, when you're eating, practice self-control. Um, so, you know, like overindulgence, like just, just paying attention to when you feel full and then stopping eating. And then if you have, you know, a problem with late night eating, we're going to try to, you know, find ways to not do that. Are we eating because we're bored or unhappy or sad or trying to wind down? What is it? And then find a way to change that. And then also just know that you're going to be in the minority. Like if you look around you these days, um, you're, you're in the minority if you're trying to live a healthier lifestyle. So I hope that you benefited from this episode in some way. I hope it has touched your heart or at least made you think. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions for future episodes, please let me know. And you can email me at support at jennifercobel.com. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye. Okay, Mama. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and subscribe to my email list? By signing up, you get my free meal planning template to help you start optimizing your health today. Also, if you could leave me a review, this helps this podcast rate, helps more sisters see it, and it lights me up to know this podcast is helping you. Okay, time to go make sure the clothes are washed, ball uniforms are ready, and snacks are prepared for this week full of games and chaos. I'll meet you back next week for another episode. Have a great week, sisters.